This is Tom Lee, Editor-in-Chief for NEGM Catalyst, and we're talking today with Gianrico Ferrugia, uh, who is the new CEO and uh, President of uh, Mayo Clinic and uh, the overall system. Uh, he is leading a new strategy that um, has three major components, cure, connect, and transform within, that I know is going to be of real interest to everyone in healthcare, not just people at Mayo Clinic. But we've, before we get to that, um, I know that uh, our listeners would like to hear a bit more about the Gianrico Ferrugia story. The, the leader of Mayo Clinic is a major player in healthcare, and I know that your story is a really interesting one. Uh, so if you don't mind, take a, a couple of minutes uh, to tell us where you're from and how did you make your way to Mayo. Well, thank you, and thanks for having me. I'm not quite sure. Read and that listeners are going to have that same uh, degree of enthusiasm you have for my story, so I'll make it short. Um, I was born and raised in Malta. My father was a physician. He was highly motivated to make Malta a better place, and of course, he had a big impact on my decision going to medicine. And we have other physicians in our family, including my brother. And then during medical school, I met a physician. I'd just come back from a fellowship at Mayo Clinic. He was excited about his experience. He subsequently joined the Mayo Clinic staff, and we kept in touch. He arranged for me to interview for residency, and I was lucky enough to be accepted. So I left Malta in 1988, and I've been now with Mayo Clinic for 31 years. Five years ago, I went to lead Mayo Clinic in Florida, and I've been in my role, as you've said, for about a year. And you are a gastroenterologist, and you you are still running a research program, I understand. That's correct. Um, um, I have an NIH-funded lab, and uh, up to now, uh, we've been able to keep things going by uh, having a lot of help from a lot of people who've been with me for many years. And as a gastroenterologist, I still enjoy keeping up to date with what's going on in gastroenterology. So some of your colleagues have told me that you are an interesting combination of being both an outsider and an insider. Uh, even though you've been at Mayo for more than three decades, that you are being seen as a change agent. That's why they picked you. Comments on that? First of all, I wonder who you spoke to, but uh, I'll leave that alone. Uh, let me start off by saying I have an unwavering commitment to Mayo Clinic and its values. Its salary philosophy, the committee-driven decision process, the obsession with the needs of the patient coming first are, to me, invalid. We have a legacy of servant leadership, and it's something I truly believe you need if you're going to be a successful leader at Mayo. But I also believe that if you're going to be a leader, you also need to be a change agent. Reacting to change is not going to get us to success. Change is not linear. It doesn't work like that anymore. It certainly doesn't work in healthcare. And so a servant leader is still a leader, and therefore you cannot abdicate on your, on your responsibility to lead. So you've got to be a change agent. You've got to learn how to anticipate change. And that's really different from the past where perhaps healthcare leaders were able to better understand where things were going to go and then adapt to them. Now change comes quickly, as you very well know. It comes from places we wouldn't have imagined technology, data, consumerism. So I truly believe leaders cannot just respond to what's happening. They have to anticipate where things are, where things are going, and then they have to chart the course for their organization to get them there. Of course, gut-checking everything with their 
uh, organization's values. And so for me, being a change agent is somebody who can be the best form of a servant leader. You're a servant leader, but at the same time, you can take measured risk, which is very different from taking, uh, for being risky, taking risky behavior. And so I do find, as the last point I'd make here is that if you're going to affect change, you need to be authentic, you need to be transparent about it. When you think about a better way, you better have the data and the information to back it up. And then, as I said, you've, you've got to be willing to assume some risk. So let's talk about how where you're trying to lead Mayo. Uh, the three major elements of cure, connect, and transform within. Uh, I know that you've got real specificity uh, for what you think those those three things mean. Uh, what do you hope will be different in the decade ahead because of the work that you're launching now in those three areas? Well, thanks. Um, I think that's really critical, is that we describe Mayo Clinic strategy as a strategy that leads us to 2030 and beyond, and it's bold forward. It's a plan to be a bold leader as an organization in creating the future of healthcare. Transforming healthcare from within rather than waiting for others to transform it for us. We truly believe healthcare needs to be transformed, and we believe that we in healthcare are the ones that have to lead. So we have this strategy. It's a strategy that can be best described by those three words you, you, you mentioned, cure, connect, and transform. Cure is all about our traditional core of Mayo Clinic, the mission of providing team-based medical expertise for patients with complex or serious conditions, providing it to people who are either local or are willing to travel for long distances to come for their cures. And I very much believe that with the right structure, with the right people, with the right, with the right space, with the right technology, we truly can get to new or better cures. But in order to cure, we also need to connect and we need to transform. So that second word, connect, is about dealing with healthcare's complexity, its fragmentation, its inaccessibility. This is the time we have the right digital technology to innovate to simplify healthcare for patients. This is where we will develop those physical and virtual tools so we can connect with patients when and really wherever they need it, and in ways that they're so accustomed to in other spheres of their lives, but not in healthcare. And then the last one is transform, and that's really about building Mayo Clinic as a platform, moving all of Mayo's data onto a platform so we can extract new knowledge from it. So that will mean that we now can deliver digital knowledge and insights globally. We can provide world-class healthcare globally, while at the same time informing our own practice. And we're moving forward in three main areas, home hospital, clinical data analytics, and advanced digital diagnostics. The platform, I, I very much believe, will help us connect with patients more effectively, deliver care when our patients need it, and do it in a way that still provides that unparalleled experience with the highest quality and always with that human touch that healthcare so much continues to need. Now, I've heard also that as you do this work, you're giving great emphasis to simplification for patients and for providers. You, you use that word as you described, uh, you know, the, 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 the Cure, Connect, Transform from Within framework. 
That sounds good because we all know that healthcare has become unbearably complex. Uh, but what does it what does it mean to do this work? How do you go about it? Um, is there an example you can give of either the problem or an early success story? I'll try. I'll try and give an example of each. Um, let me start with saying why. Why am I so passionate about this? Simplification is necessary if we're going to transform healthcare from within. Our staff, we, you, me, got into healthcare because we wanted to help people. And having a joyful, resilient, flexible, diverse workforce will be imperative to our success. So the future really calls for staff who are innovative, who are empowered, who are adaptable to the changes we all know are coming. So we as leaders now have a responsibility, and that responsibility is to empower and energize our teams to create solutions for our patients and even for each other. And our staff cannot do it. Nobody can do it if you're bogged down in all sorts of administrative work. So we started off and was very direct about saying we need to streamline how many committees are needed to get to a yes. That we will place more trust in you as our employees. So we reduce little things like we took away pretty much all travel documentation, placing our trust in our employees that they will do the right thing chipping away at all the administrative burdens so that we can focus on the tasks that they truly enjoy. What we've done is we've asked every one of our employees to help other employees and all our patients find joy in the Mayo experience, because if they do so, we know they will in turn experience joy themselves. And then I'm both a human sort of human focused person, but very much know that technology will play an even bigger part. And so I very much see AI as further reducing clerical burden so that our staff can tackle complex, interesting, and innovative projects. It's better for them, it's better for us, and it's certainly better for our patients. So this is really interesting work. We're all rooting for your success, and I hope that that will create pressure on other organizations to figure out how to build trust as well. Well, thank you, and uh, I very much look forward to that continuing discussion.